Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. Hi guys, what's up? Okay, so I am super excited about this chat today because I think um, almost every single person when I check when I check into the questions that I put on my group. So to become, you guys know this because obviously you're in my group, but for those of you on the podcast or watching this on YouTube, if uh, you are looking to connect with my group and be a part of my group, Marriage Empowered on Facebook, um, there's there's questions to get in, right? Because uh, that's true. Like not all are welcome. I'm just going to say it. (laughs) Like we are a part of a awesome community. All of you women are, um, and make this amazing community what it is because you are all like-minded and wanting to be surrounded by women who want their marriages to be awesome. And so I asked these questions to specifically make sure that anyone coming in here has that intention, right? This group is not for man bashing or, um, criticizing each other for how we do marriage. It's the very opposite. So those questions are for that purpose. And one of those questions I ask is specifically, you know, what are you hoping to get out of this group? And almost every single one of you guys, um, I know you don't know this because you don't see the results say, say communication, right. And at the heart of that, if, if we're being honest, right. It's like, because you're noticing conflict or, or a block. Maybe you feel like you just don't have the connection and communication you want with your husband, but this is, I know it's a big topic, not only for myself and every single woman I work with who are my clients, but also friends and family and everyone I talk to, right? Conflict, how we do conflicts. I'm super excited because, um, I was talking to a client not too long ago. And I remember saying like, what does conflict mean to you? And like her whole body tensed up. And I was like, what if like we could formulate it in your mind of like conflict meaning and leading to a deeper connection with your husband? And like, you could just see it on her face. She was like, absolutely not. Like, I can't even wrap my head around that Katie. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So, uh, oh, and for those of you who are new, uh, and just joining me in this venture today, I'm Katie may, I am the founder of this awesome group marriage empowered. I am the CEO and founder of Katie may coaching, and I am a marriage and relationship coach. So welcome, please comment as uh, you watch. If you're like watching live, if you're watching a replay, please hashtag replay and comment along as if you were, and I'll come in and answer any questions you have. Um, it also, all of your feedback is so important to me, you guys, because it makes me the whole reason I do this is to help you and to serve you and to make sure that I'm getting the right message across as to what you need to hear to make your marriage better. 
to make your relationships awesome. Right. And so any feedback you can give me anytime, I'm always all ears for, um, if you have ideas for topics, if you are struggling yourself and you want more one-on-one help, that is what I am here for. So please utilize me, please give me feedback. I absolutely love it. Let's me know I'm on the right track. Uh, the other thing too, is so when we're going to dive into this conflict, leading towards a deeper connection with your spouse. Let's talk about this. Okay. (laughs) I'm laughing because yes, my husband and I still have conflict. Every relationship, every meaningful relationship has conflict, you guys. So first we need to start with that. If you are, if you are talking to somebody or you are around people who say like, gosh, yeah, we just, we just don't really, we just don't really fight. Their definition of that is just different. Okay. And, and maybe it's just a matter of the fact that they don't fight, right. They're not like big, like their, their conflict does not get heated. Uh, I had a couple of clients not too long ago who said that they did not fight, but they had loads of conflict. And it was a matter of how they were doing conflict. And that was just pretty much, they weren't, they were just sweeping it under the rug, but tension was so deep between them. It was literally blocking their connection. And this happens a lot, right? So it's how you do conflict that can determine whether you're going to walk away from that situation, feeling hurt, misunderstood, and a a deeper divide between you and your husband versus walking away feeling like, oh, we really resolve something here. I understand him better. He understands me better. We understand each other better. And now you guys can go and have great makeup sex. Yay. (laughs) Um, For those of you who are not familiar with my story, that was not how my conflict looked in my home (laughs) at all. No, very, very much the opposite. So for those of you right now who are watching saying like, gosh, it's just, this just could not be me and my husband. I'm going to challenge the heck out of that right now because my husband and I had no idea how to do conflict. Uh, And uh, I was pretty convinced it was because of him and how he communicated. I was totally blind to my part, 100%. So it would start, I'll give you a little bit of an example. Okay. Some insight of how we used to fight versus like how, how we now fight, no, like fight conflict, right? We'll call it conflict because it's not fighting anymore. It was then definitely for sure. Uh, <laughs> but this is how it would start out. So I would start out with, um, a criticism or a complaint. My, my love language, my two, two amazing resources is, um, your, the love language quiz and the, how we love quiz. That's my favorite, how we love quiz. It's a much deeper, um, understanding as to why you communicate the way you do, but specifically how you give love, how you receive love and love languages is very much like, uh, it's a little bit more surface level, but still important to know about yourself and your spouse. So my love language was time, like above all else, I want time, like present time. You cannot be on the phone with me in my presence, or it just does not count. That was my take. Um, I still don't, I still am not cool with 
with phones in front of me. So, (laughs) um, but anyway, so time was a big deal. I wanted his time and that told me he cared about me. He wanted to spend time with me. He loved me. That's what that meant to me. Right. Um, my husband's primary love language was physical touch, which is very, a very common dynamic. And mine was like, physical touch was like the very bottom of the barrel for me. Right. And so at the time, my biggest complaint was you don't want to spend time with me. Right. And so this is how I would start out. One of our, one of our conflicts would be you're you're so busy. You're so distracted. You haven't made time for me in such a long time. I feel like you don't even want to be around me. Um, and so notice I put an, I feel statement in there, ladies. So just, did you hear that? (laughs) What's wrong with that? I said, I, I feel right. Um, on a more, on even a more like constructive note, I might start out with an, I feel statement, right? Like, I feel like you never want to spend time with me. I feel like you don't want to date me. Right. And then here's the thing is, yeah, (laughs) I'm laughing because the I statements thing it's a really popular tactic that a lot of therapists and, um, communication specialists will give is speak from a place of I. And while that is a good tactic, just like the one I'm going to go over with you today, there is still some very important things about your delivery that will, will determine how that tactic is like the outcome of that. Right now, anyways, this is how it would start out. I'd complain, I'd criticize with one of those two phrases of, I mean, and many, right? Like I just basically just felt like he didn't want to spend time with me. And that was how I would communicate that, right. Is complaining or criticizing him. You know, I've told you so many times to take me out on a date and here we are months later and you still haven't even made that effort, you know, like you don't even love me. And his response of course would be then defensive because of my response, I was coming at him. I was assuming the worst in him. If you can hear that in my language earlier on, I was already assuming that what that meant was that he didn't love me or want to spend time with me. And by bringing that to him in that way, he immediately gets defensive. I'm spelling this out for you guys, because some of you do this just like I did that you're very, you're, you're completely unaware of how you're, what you're saying and how you're saying it is wrong is not going to be met with a receptive, willing partner to then participate in a constructive conversation. Right. So the next part of this would be him responding in defense, right? Well, um, that it would be, um, we spent like all day today. You're never satisfied. Right. And it would be like, because we had spent like a day with his or my family in like a group setting or like something like that. Right. And in my head, I already have that definition of like, that didn't count because that wasn't just time with me. Right. Um, so you can see how much mindset work I still had to do because I had already defined what my personal time meant for him to come through for me in order for me to count it as time. And here he is like, we just spent all all day together. Like, what's your problem? You're never satisfied. You're just criticizing me. Right. That would blow me up. Like, because then it was just like, boom, 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 boom. That was how we'd work every time. Because then it was like, now you're just gonna sit here and say like, 
you're totally off the hook when for like months you haven't planned a date for me and you want to get credit for some like family group activity. And that's supposed to be enough for me. Like, oh my gosh, how could you possibly do that? Right. Like, and then I'd be offended and then I'd be hurt. And I'm so justified in all of my offense and hurt. And then he would get rude. Well, you're so disrespectful. I don't want to spend time with you and hurt, hurt that back and forth. Like that was our cycle for years. You guys years. It was bad. And this is, uh, I mean, I can chuckle at it now. So I, I'm sorry if that comes across insensitive to those of you who are currently living this, because I understand how truly painful that feels. I, I mean, that is why we ended up separating ultimately, because we just felt like no matter what we did or how we communicated or what therapist we saw, like there was no repairing us, right? Like we were truly at a loss. And so don't, I, I make light of this stuff now because I can, I'm through the other side. I have done a lot of work on myself. My husband has done a lot of work on himself. And this is what I help women overcome and do every day. So it comes easy to me. And now, right after years of work. And this is what I help women do every day is see your contribution. Where is your blind spot? How can we change that genuinely for you? Because you're not coming across as the woman you want to be anyways. And let's change that because you have power over that, right? That's what we're going to talk about today. Specifically, I'm going to give you this amazing mind-blowing technique that will transform how you address and handle conflict. And it's mind freaking blowing. I've already, I, my husband and I use it on a regular basis. My clients use it. It's, it's transforming their relationships at work, their businesses, how they talk to their parents, their everything. It's, it's freaking awesome. So I'm going to go over that later. And so what I'm leading up to though, is the examples, because we got to get clear about how we can use this, right? Why it's so beneficial and how it can actually get you from a place of, tension and misunderstanding to a place of deeper connection. And so all of that being said, right, is I want to use another, another example too to come in here with you is a more passive, uh, passive approach, right? When we're talking about like those couples who say they don't fight, right? Like it's usually a, a passive aggressive comment. And this would be like, if my husband was upset about something, yeah, this is his tactic. So if I was also more of a passive uh, person, which I'm not, uh, <laughs> uh, and it would be more of like a, gosh, there's a lot of dishes in the sink. I guess I'll just put these away right? And, uh, if you're, if you're two of more of the conflict avoidant type personalities, that would look something like they would just, the, the, the partner would leave the room and then they would be hurt and they'd feel that conflict and then tension. And then maybe there's some silent treatments going on. And then maybe by like dinner, things have dissolved and people feel better. And you've been distracted by Netflix by that point in time. So now you're okay again. So why bring it up? Why bring it up? Right. Except for the very next time that comment is made, that wound just gets deeper and deeper. It's filled with and stacking up under the rug. Everything you're sweeping under the rug is stacking, right? Because now you're going to start just keeping score because nothing's getting resolved. So that is also, even if you're not experiencing this explosive type of communication conflict, right? That is also very destructive because guess what? One day you're just going to trip over that giant lump under that rug and it's 
going to be ugly. And that's when you experience that boom. Right. Or in some cases, just a true belief of this just can't work. We're too hurt. We're too damaged. And the marriage falls apart. And so I wanted to use both of those examples. So you guys can see if you guys fit in more of one or the other, this will apply to you regardless, because resolution is key to a long-term relationship. When these wounds are left unhealed, they do not get better. Time does not make open gaping wounds better because beliefs are attached to those wounds. The belief of, oh, he doesn't want to spend time with me. The belief of no matter what I say, he doesn't respond. So that means he doesn't care. That's a deep rooted belief. You've now just embedded in your head and you believe about you and your husband and your relationship. So then whenever you go to do something or work on something with him, it's going to be there. And anything he says is going to be colored by that very belief. And you're going to get further and further away. This is how it happens. And it's subtle. You guys, this stuff doesn't happen overnight. You guys didn't go from being newlyweds and happy and love to, to this, you know, lack of connection and feeling more like roommates than anything overnight. No, this happens subtly little by little by little by little. And now all of a sudden it's like, dang, like, how do we even get back? How do we have something we never have? That's what I want to challenge you guys to, because it's totally possible. Don't aim for getting back to something, aim for something better than you've ever had before. And that seems hard when you started here and now you feel like you've really plummeted. It's like, how do I go? Like, that almost seems like you're asking me to go from here to here to like off the charts over here. No, it's something different, right? You, this over here was new love, passion, wounds weren't like met then, right? Like you guys hadn't lived life together. Now you have. And so now what I want you to do is reestablish the possibility of the fact that you need to change the way you think and the way you talk in your marriage. And when you do that, when you do that, it will transform your relationship. Now here's, here's the, here's the ultimate method I'm going to share with you guys. Okay. I call it OBS trademark pending. <laughs> I call it OBS because it sounds like own your bullshit, own your BS. Okay. Um, and that's actually the first step. It's not all of it, but it's a first and it's a very important step. Okay. So when you're going to come to your spouse, you're going to find your part. This is not about owning all of it. You guys, your part for my black and white thinkers, my fellow black and white thinkers, I will say, <laughs> Cause this is something I struggle with too. Um, for me, for years, it was very, I was very self-righteous in the, uh, there is either right or there is wrong and there is no in between. And I felt very justified in that belief because of a lot of things, right? Like there isn't any gray. Here's the problem with that. People are complex. It is never just that simple. And so what I had to come to terms with is it's possible for me in a conflict to be partly right and also partly wrong. So there's gray, right? 
this is not, this is the, the problem with the black and white thinking is one of you has to be right. And one of you has to be wrong. This is no, that is the, that is the last thing you need to be thinking in a conflict where you're trying to establish a better understanding and connection between each other. You need to understand that it is very possible for you to be both for him to also have right and also have wrong. And when you make space for that, it's, it's much easier to own your part because you can acknowledge, okay, I will own this part. Yes. How I said what I said was not right. I should have said that differently. I could have communicated that better. I will own that. It was not respectful. Um, that's my part. I'll own that. Right. That was, that was a huge part of my part, huge part of my part. And most of how, uh, most of what I was communicating was because I felt so hurt by his actions or his words, I really let myself off the hook of how I responded, right? Like, of course you hurt me. So of course I'm not going to be some like sunshine and daisies, right? Like, what do you expect? No, that's ladies, if, if you're feeling that, like, I'm going to call you out real hardcore right here. That's not okay. That's letting you become a version of yourself. You don't want to be because of his actions. And that is, it's not the right way to think about it. Okay. This is it, it for me too. I'm saying this same. Like I had, I had to look that straight in the face and be like, I'm not any better just because I feel justified by how he's hurt me. I'm just joining him in the wrong. Okay. So first part, own your part. Maybe it was, you were, you're avoiding the conflict. You haven't brought it up in months. He has no idea that this is something that's even bothering you. Even if you think he does, but you haven't communicated it in a productive way to let him know how you feel. Maybe it's that, that is your part because he is not a mind reader and we should never expect each other to be. So that would be in that scenario, your part. Okay. So next, next piece that's own your part. Um, benefit of the doubt. Okay. I want to do a little compare and contrast here giving your partner the benefit of the doubt and following it up. So I've owned my part. Now I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. This is essential to how you're paving the way for this conflict to be resolved. I don't think you mean to avoid me. I don't, I don't think you want to send the message that you don't care for me because I know you love me and I know you're a good guy. And this is, this is how I'm feeling though. Right. So I've my, my part, right. Let's go through it. My part. I was disrespectful. I didn't, I didn't say what I didn't communicate my feelings in a good tone in a good way. And I was hurt and I'm sorry. There's no excuse for that. I know you don't want to make me feel or send messages that make me feel like you don't care for me. I know that's not your intention behind this. I know you're probably just really busy and really distracted and you're trying to please a lot of people around you. And that's more about what this is. I'm sure 
But if you could help me understand this, because I really would love to have more quality time with you. And I have asked a few times for a quality date night. Can you help me understand what might be getting in the way from that actually happening? How can we work on this together so that we can get more intentional time? What can I do for you so that your needs are also getting met? Oh, snap. (laughs) That last part. That last part was the seek to understand. Notice all the questions that I asked at the end. I did not come in and say, okay, I've owned my part. You're a great guy, but you need to understand I'm completely justified in how I feel because I have asked you so many times. And so now I get off the hook and everything I just owned goes out the window because I really am justified in how I feel. And I want you to understand why. No, that is a major, major thing that a lot of people do in conflict and communication. Me too. I was like, you clearly were in a, or in an argument and just disagreement because you don't understand me well enough. So let me just, let me just say it like seven different ways. Um, because it's clearly what you're going to need in order to understand me. And then we'll be fine. Right. So Rebecca, Luana, Lily. Hey guys. Hey. So (laughs) Rebecca says your methods have helped me so much. Thank you, my dear. I love you. (laughs) Um, but so this back to seeking to understand, it doesn't mean that you guys don't get a chance to be understood. This is not just like a one-way street here. That's not what I'm saying. But you need to seek to understand him first. And here's why. Because we always already understand our point of view. We already understand our own perspective of the situation. So if we have not yet made room to actually say, huh, I maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe there's something more I could learn from him about the situation rather than just telling him how he needs to understand me. If we can step back and swallow our ego for a little bit, right? Ladies, like we, we love, we love to assume we know them so well that, that we know what's going on inside their head. And we've already like, we know them better than they know themselves so that we already know what he's thinking and what he's feeling, but here's what we really, I want to, I want to hit on this piece really hard because seeking to understand him before you jump in and try to make him understand you allows for two things. It allows for you to learn something new about your spouse. Maybe he has a perspective. Maybe he sees something completely different that you never even considered. Maybe. Maybe he is a human just like you and I with his own limiting beliefs and subconscious trauma and, and distractions. And he is unaware of how he is feeling about this very thing. And by you seeking to understand him, by you having the patience and not getting defensive, by you sitting there compassionately listening to him you may allow an opportunity for him to discover something about himself that he didn't even know. (gasps) Boom. That's where the magic happens. Mm, 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 mm. Sorry. Dance party, dance party. I need music here. (laughs) 
<laughs> because this is the, this is so true, you guys. So my husband and I's conflict look exactly like that now, literally, like if I'm, if I'm upset about something, I understand that I'm feeling, I take ownership for my feelings and I don't excuse them for my mouth. I don't, I don't say like, okay, these are my feelings here. You fix them. I feel upset and I feel hurt. Here you go, honey, fix it. No, like, no. Because if you're not already taking ownership for your own feelings and how you're feeling about something, and you're not coming to him with the direct goal of understanding his perspective, sharing your observations with a good natured, compassionate benefit of the doubt for him that he does in fact, love you and care for you. That is why so much conflict ends in just hurtful and mis miscommunication. You know, and words are so powerful. You guys like the, the whole sticks and stones is total BS because our words, they hurt. And there is so much power between what your words with your husband and you, because you're the most important freaking people to each other, like the most important relationship you have. Now you start working on this consistently with your spouse you will naturally start to do this in other relationships in your life. And those will benefit too. This works across the board. Like I said, I've had clients who said, oh my gosh, I use this in a conflict with one of my employees. And it was amazing. Like it changed everything. We got to the bottom of so much stuff that we've had so much gunk between us for so long. And now like we understand better. It's amazing. So it's not, yes, this is a marriage group. So the awesome thing is, is your spouse has the capability and power to take you down with one word because you care so much about what he thinks of you, vice versa. We do not give ourselves enough power that of what our words hold and mean to our husband. So we say one wrong thing and we total their ego, right? Oh, it's because their egos are so big. No, it's because he's fragile. And because you mean so much to him that your words can have the power to build him up or cut him off at the knees. So when we take on the true responsibility of the power that our words have with our husband, then we can make freaking awesome magic happen, move mountains in our relationship. And guess what, guys? It doesn't involve you sitting next to each other on a couch in therapy, having an awkward conversation. You can do this right now on your own. Don't get me wrong. Therapy is important. It has a place. I just don't see a giant transformation taking place in anyone's life uh, through couples therapy. I really don't. I, I've seen some help, but the real transformation starts with you. It starts with you doing your own work, right? Here's why this tactic doesn't work for people. Are you ready? Uh, this and many other tactics that you have tried, because some of you are thinking, yeah, I've tried stuff like this, or I've said my I statements, or we went to therapy. And when I tried this stuff, nothing I say or do really actually works or hits home. And here's where you guys need to do the pre-work first on yourself, because if something is not working, there's three different reasons. First, <laughs> 
to say this nicely <laughs> uh, for, and I have to say this because guys, you guys know this, like I've, I, I lived all of this. I still struggle with this stuff. It's not like I'm just perfect. Like I'm still human, my feelings, my stress, I still get, it still gets the better of me sometimes. And that's why I have this tool so I can come back and I can own it and we can resolve it. So everything I say here is never with judgment, never coming from a place of superiority. It's stuff that I've lived through and actively still practice. So if you have tried this stuff and it's not, it just doesn't work. It's like, because maybe you didn't get the outcome you wanted. So you decided it doesn't work for you and you just stopped and you never tried it again and you never put it into any kind of consistent practice. See, just like in your businesses, in your marriage, you have to release yourself from the outcome and hold yourself to the highest accountability of how you wanna act because that's how you wanna act not because you want to get this response from him. That's the cherry on top. That's the, we hope we get this response. Sure. Just like in your businesses, you hope you get that big contract. You hope you get that, that big client, you change someone's life. That's all cherries on top. That's what we really want. But if we don't take full ownership for how we are just behaving in our relationships, then it's all lost, regardless of his response. Imagine this, if you come into this consistently like this, with this attitude, with this mindset, with this uh, newfound compassion for him, and you, and you implement it like this, and you do it consistently, and then he starts to notice, oh gosh, she's changing the way she's talking. Like, wow, what, I guess I'm, the wrong. I'm in the wrong here a lot. Okay. Imagine that. Cause that I see happen all the time with my clients. It may not be like the first time. It may not be the second time. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's like gangbusters. Okay. But for those of you who are like, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's still this, or he still said this. Did you act right? Because then you can be proud of yourself for still acting right. Even in the face of the fact that he did not, then you can stand there and say, you know what? I did what I could, even if I didn't get the response I wanted. And the conversation's not over. You keep pursuing it. See, we see a lot of us because we hate conflict so much. We want to just have a one done. And like, we don't need to revisit this crap, right? Like what a waste of time. No, we need to reframe how we think about that. Conflict is not a waste of time. Conflict is essential for any relationship. And so conflict has to be a continuing conversation, but you have to resolve it. You can't just let it go. So just because maybe he wasn't feeling up for it, you didn't have the best tone, whatever the scenario was at that moment, doesn't mean the next day revisited, it could have a completely different outcome. So first of all, ladies, I want you to hold yourself to that standard of, did you act right? Did you talk right? Did you have the best tone and self self-composure in that moment? And if you did great, freaking celebrate yourself. You did awesome. I'm sorry. You didn't get the response you wanted, but that doesn't mean you just give up and stop trying because that is the work that marriage takes. Now, second, the second reason here is you have not addressed your own mindset. You have a belief about your marriage and the way you guys communicate. And so if you have a belief attached to that, it's going to come through and how you communicate all day. 
it's gonna, it will, it, you, you can't come there with the fake smile and, and try to do this method thinking, gosh, he's such a turd or, oh my gosh, our marriage is never going to change because he just won't. And then let me tell you what's going to happen when you come and try to put this method into place, you're going to come across disingenuous and he's going to see it and feel it all day long. This is why our own personal work away from him is essential, essential because this is, and for all of you out there who are like, well, I've read books and I've done this and I've tried that. I know I did too. And my marriage still sucks. I know we, we fell apart. I did the same thing. And it led me to the belief that we were, we were unsavable. We couldn't fix ourselves. And then no matter what I tried, it was like, screw it. Like why even try, what are we even doing? We're just wasting our time here. So not, not, no tactic, no OBS method would have changed anything for us because my belief was still that I've tried everything. And as you can see, even though I'm trying this new method from this marriage coach who says it works, it still doesn't work. This is why, this is why these things don't work because we still have to do the internal work on ourselves. Okay. So the third, the third one is ad addressing your own feelings, getting really aware, getting really self-aware. So before you go into this, ladies, before you even do this method, I want you to, and I ask all my clients this, I want you to ask yourself what conflict means for you. Pay attention to what comes up for you when you ask yourself this, get a pen, get a paper, don't just don't, don't just, you know, Oh yeah, that's a good question. No answer it for yourself. What does conflict actually mean for you in your marriage? Because some of us feel like, Oh, like I'm, I'm actually, I'm not afraid of conflict, but the thing is, is you experience something early on in your life that shaped the way you viewed conflict and you, it has embedded itself in your subconscious. And so it will color the way you handle conflict every day with your spouse. That's how deep our subconscious is. That's how deep our conditioning is. We establish a belief at a very young age. Oh, conflict leads, leads to destruction in marriage. Conflict leads to mom and dad, not talking to each other for a week. Con I mean, what is your belief about conflict that you establish from like your earliest memory? And I guarantee you it's played on in how you're, how you address or feel about conflict in your marriage. So if you do this internal work and you apply this technique, OBS, own your part, benefit of the doubt, seek to understand before being understood. If you do those things, you will see a massive transformation. And you know, it's so cool. You literally can come away from a conflict feeling better about each other. My husband and I now come to each other say like, let's just get this out on the table because we know now we trust each other too. He's not going to say anything that's going to purposefully hurt me, vice versa. Right? Like I so had that mindset of like, oh, you hurt me. I'm going to just spew razor blades at you. That is my, I'm going to hurt you back. So you feel that right. Ladies, none of this was a conscious level effort. Like none of this was like, I want to hurt my husband. It's, it's all so, it all starts with being so self-aware and this is exactly what I walk my clients through. This is exactly the technique that we're going to practice 
in the badass wives club. And we all hold each other accountable. We all come in and we say, Hey, this happened with my husband and I, how do I apply this method? How could I have done it differently? How can I revisit this with my husband? And we pour into each other about that. You get my live coaching for 12 weeks. If you're not picking up what I'm putting down, I'm starting this back up in January 26. So if you have not already registered, you need to DM me and we need to get you in. <laughs> because I'm closing those doors mid January. <laughs> so ladies, if you want more help with this, if you are not sure about how to address the deeper, uh, the deeper meaning behind what's stopping you from having this massive transformation in your marriage, and you want to prioritize that above all else, you want to step into the best version of yourself in all areas of your life, starting with the most important relationship, your marriage. That is the mindset that I want in my badass wife club. That is a badass wife club because that's a badass wife. That is anyone can shoot off their mouth, right? It takes somebody who is strong, truly strong in themselves to know themselves so well that they can stand in a, in a face of somebody who is trying to hurt them. They can stand in that space of somebody who is in, in their marriage, who is triggered himself. And if you're strong and you're self-aware, you can see past that hurtful action and go, gosh, I wonder if something's going on with you. Are you okay? That's strength. And you get that and you can have it, even if your marriage hasn't had it yet, you absolutely can have that. So that is all for today. I hope you guys, uh, I hope this really hit home. I hope you guys can take this and apply it and just see some massive changes. If you're not, that is what I'm here for. That's what this group is for. Please post your comments. Let me know how the OBS method go for you. Post in the group. Um, if you're struggling, post in the group, right? Like it's not a matter of toxic positivity, all rainbows and sunshine. This group is here for support. So please feel free to use it for what it is. If you had an awesome success with it, share that because other women in here need to hear that story. You're, you're just as an integral part of this group as I am, because you're in there in the trenches with all of us. We all are together. And this is what this is here for support, love, lift each other up because it ain't easy. Ladies, we need accountability. All right. Love you all. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I hope to see you back here soon.